All right, great to be with you today. First Timothy chapter 2, we're going to start in verse 4. Let's pray and uh, we'll read this verse together. And Father, thank you so much for this uh, amazing portion of Scripture today. Help us to be faithful to fulfill the Great Commission in Jesus' name. Amen. Paul says in verse 4, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And then in verse 5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. Let me just reread that. Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, for there is one God and one mediator, uh, one, one who stands between God and men, one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. Uh, in the last devotion, we were talking about that robust prayer life and um, different aspects of that. But then, of course, Paul was encouraging the church to not just be praying for themselves personally or as a group, but that the prayers would extend into the culture, particularly those who were calling the shots in the government. Um, and for, for Paul, of course, I'd mentioned to you that, you know, we're talking about the Roman government and it was super authoritarian and heavy handed and dictatorial and like you fill in the rest, you know, not, not easy. And Paul says the reason for this, we're, we're giving thanks for people in positions of authority because authority only comes from God. But we're praying, right, that there would be an influence, a godly influence in their mind and heart. They would lean into God so that we can live a peaceable life with reverence, right? We can fulfill the purpose that God has for us. And this is, this is the point today. He goes straight into this section on how God desires that all come to the saving knowledge of Christ and that there's one mediator between man and God, that's the man Christ Jesus. He goes straight into this great commission piece. That's, that's really what this is. The heart of God that people would not perish, but that everyone would come to the saving knowledge of Christ so that they could experience everlasting life. Because there's, there's a unique message the church has, right? I mean, there's a unique message the church has. There's a unique relationship the people of God have with the Father. And that unique relationship comes through faith in Jesus the Son. There's one mediator. There's one who spans the gap. There's one who can be called uh, the door or, or the bridge between humanity and God. There's only one. Paul is so clear on this. And there's a message that we have to declare to the world. In fact, you know, it's not just that we're suggested to share uh, this message. We're commanded to share it. It's the Great Commission. Jesus said to his disciples before his ascension, uh, they were commanded to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. And that is a, a great commission that God has given to each one of us as believers. Barna just had a study that came out that said, for the most part, all pastors believe strongly in the Great Commission, but statistically, for the most part, most people going to church don't believe strongly in the Great Commission. And, um, and you know, that obviously there should not be a difference between what the Bible teaches and what pastors believe and are convicted about and what the people of God are convicted about. We all should be carrying the Great Commission as a personal responsibility to fulfill. And the purpose of prayer in this regard is that we would be able to do that, right? When we're praying and asking God to influence the culture or influence leaders, it's not so that they can trend more towards, uh, you know, the cultural issues or the political systems that we believe in, 
but that more doors would be open for us to be able to share the message of Jesus Christ. The fundamental purpose of the church is to glorify God and to share the message of the gospel so that more people are saved, so that more people can glorify God forever, so that those people can have an influence in their circles of influence as well. Listen, the simple encouragement today is this. When we pray for the culture around us, what we're asking for is that God would influence it in such a way that we would be a greater influence for the gospel of Jesus Christ, that more people would put their trust and faith in Christ and that the kingdom of God would grow. Let's remember that. Let's be praying for that. Let's, let's bring that as a, as a supplication to God. God, we pray that you would really influence and impact the people who are the decision makers so that we can share more effectively um, but then let's also intercede on their behalf as well. And the, the millions of lost people that are represented in this country alone. Because you know it's not, it's not that there's going to be a political solution to the spiritual dilemma our country faces. Only the Holy Spirit, only a, a reviving, a renewing, a spiritual awakening uh, is the solution for our country. And that's what we should be on our knees before God asking for. I pray that today... God hears your cries and your intercessions and supplications, your prayers, and that he answers from heaven and that we would be blessed to be able to live in the time where we see a great awakening with our own eyes. God bless you.